0: We took a weekend off from touring, and so we made our way back home. We heard our house party was brewing. So Nick, uh, I went and got my hair cut before the podcast. Uh, I was looking a little scraggly. Sh- you, you came to, you got your hair cut to look nice on an audio-only podcast. Well,
1: I, I mean, I figured we're going out after this. I think maybe. That's so fair. I want to cool. look nice for when we go out. Sure. All um, right. So I go into the. Uh, first of all, I'm running late, but luckily my barber was also running late. And then uh, I had a female barber, so she walks out and she's like, "Aaron, yeah." She like puts her hand on my back and like starts rubbing my back and then like walks me to my chair and then like grabs my arm and I was very uncomfortable throughout this whole thing.
0: You sure this was a barbershop?
1: I I might have stumbled into a uh uh Yeah, I I don't know. But uh so anyways, um I don't know. I thought she did a good job, but yeah, she was she was like intense. Like she kept looking at me like dead in the eyes, just staring at me. But yeah, the whole back rub thing was kind of like hey, you know like i'm here for my haircut not it's a good
0: way to start your friday night out though
1: I'll tell you what, i don't know maybe i made an impression i don't know but welcome to the last call podcast everybody on this friday i am your host aaron thompson and alongside me as always is my co-host nick warner ready to drink some beer ready to have some fun get the friday night going ready to drink some beer and uh we were gifted some beer by our guest we do have a guest tonight in the studio
0: amazing we've wanted to have you on for a while honestly we, so.
1: we have talked about you for the past couple of episodes uh so everybody give it up for andrew yeah
2: how, how we living we're living yeah guest andrew
1: so um andrew you and and nick work together correct correct okay so that's how that's how we know each other and um you uh well let's just start here tell us a little bit about yourself what do you what do you like what do you do what are your hopes dreams uh, and aspirations
2: <laughs> hopes dreams and aspirations are uh accumulate more bitcoin
1: accumulate but, more bitcoin yeah i nonstop. think that's a lot of people's aspirations at this point <laughs>
2: Nonstop. but uh i also have some other hobbies i fish um play some xbox uh and then i work a lot and i i enjoy work You you enjoy work? Yeah, I actually do.
0: Fucking hard worker, man. He's running around constantly
1: well uh it's good that you enjoy work because i don't think all of us do enjoy work no. but were you okay so you you mentioned bitcoin and if, if you've listened to our podcast at all you would know that this is the guy that we were talking about we wanted to get his opinion on crypto so we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight but were you like one of the early early adopters of crypto like are you a billionaire like a secret
2: billionaire secretly funding the podcast you know yeah. <laughs> not super early i've been in it for a couple of years um I got started, actually, so how I, the first time I heard about Bitcoin was actually, it would have been 2012. And uh, at the time I thought that there was potential of maybe going to the military, Naval Academy. And so I was really into the Naval Academy thing. I got accepted um, into a week long program out there during the summer. So I went out there for a week And in my squad, there was like eight or nine of us, but there's one kid I really clicked with in my squad. And he was brilliant, absolutely brilliant dude. And his dad worked at the Pentagon, but this kid was really sharp, but he also had like kind of a devious side. And so he, he had a fake ID, and at the naval academy at the naval academy he Is was that how he enlisted it. like and his dad works <laughs> at the pentagon he's like eh. it, it, it's kind of seems backwards but i think military brat that kind of thing no it, like like the
1: the preacher's daughter it, scenario <laughs> where like you're you're drill sergeant dad and it's like now he's a rebel
2: yeah yeah exactly rebelling so the, the kid obviously wasn't using it but he showed it to me and i wanted to know how he got it well he got it off a website called the silk road which i'm sure damn near a lot of people know about um for those of those uh, is this like a black market dark web type thing? yeah yeah exactly it was like the first marketplace on the dark web found by founded by a guy named ross olbrick who's rotting in a prison cell right now for a crime <laughs> he didn't commit
0: oh boy Wait, what, what was the crime you know, or at least what did he get charged for
2: uh, I guess. Well, the fe- the federal government knew that he was the mastermind behind Silk Road. And so they essentially set him up uh, in a way where they got him for for hiring somebody for murder. And so they set him up and, ba- and said, hey, uh, you want this guy taken care of? I know there's issues because they had been doing their investigations. And he said yes. And so they nailed him and it was kind of and sketchy.
0: The and then once you open the was... door, then you can get him for everything oh, else, yeah, right? You them just pin everything. him for
2: everything. Right. And he had no history of violence, anything, and he's been in a hole, essentially. Um,
1: wow. Dude, it, it's crazy. Um, not, a little bit different, but I was at the gym today, and I was watching ESPN. They had it on at the gym, and a uh, pitcher for the Phillies or Rangers, I forget, but he died because of a fentanyl overdose. And it was found that one of the athletic trainers gave him the fentanyl. And the athletic trainer was found guilty of providing him fentanyl. And now he's faces a minimum of
2: 20 years. And I'm sure that guy didn't even know there's fentanyl in whenever he gave him.
1: I, I didn't follow the case. I have Fairly. no idea, but just to that one decision. Yeah. You you gave a dude something. He was like it was. I'm sure his elbow was hurting and he was like, oh, right. take this. And there was fentanyl in it and he killed the kid and now he's going to be in prison for a minimum of 20 years. Gosh. So, yeah. So, absolutely so. Absolutely for- insane. So, well, he this, got it off the Silk Road. And- yeah,
2: so he got it off the Silk Road and I had no, no clue how and told me about Bitcoin. The, what I walked away from that experience with in terms of Bitcoin knowledge, I thought it was, an extremely large random number and you'd get rewarded this thing if you could find another extremely large random number It's
0: like finding the, the needle in the haystack right right and you right. get rewarded you get paid if you find that. because
1: because that's kind of how bitcoin was um you know
2: solving algorithms or right. solving puzzles and right. so
1: I, I can see where i'm just yeah, I'm
2: saying right mining right yeah that's what it was but i didn't know what the hell like any of that had to do with anything that's just like the only thing that i could grasp yeah and so i i went home and i tried to figure it all out cuz i wanted a fake id Yeah. and so
1: you got into bitcoin cuz you wanted a fake id
2: well i the sad part is, Sit is them down i never the road. I, I never got into it i wish i would have pursued the fake id harder
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't even get the fake id no
2: i never got it because the issue was is i was i i was too young to I didn't have a credit card, I, so I couldn't buy Bitcoin from one of these services, and so the only thing I could do is mine it. And so I tried to figure out how the hell to mine it, but I was—I didn't know. I was too young. Was, and and at that time, there's
0: there's little resources around, no, like pe- compared to what there is now. I mean, it, it it was probably super hard to try to figure out back then. Well, oh yeah,
1: I I tried as well. Uh, my dad, believe it or not, my dad is not a technological person like at all came home from work one day and he goes hey you ever heard of Bitcoin? I was like, No. He goes, you need to look into it. And this was 2012. This was like between my freshman and sophomore year of college. So 20, 2012. And I started looking into it. It was like you have to mine it and then you get like tokens or you get like you break these algorithm and all that kind of stuff. And I, I was like, I don't know what what is mining? What is like how do you mine the stuff? And then I just gave up. Like I, I didn't pursue it but weirdly enough my dad again who is not necessarily the top trending person when it comes to technology stuff he was the one that introduced me to bitcoin and then obviously at 20 in 2012 what was it worth maybe 500 bucks oh, no
2: hell no when i was oh, when i was boy, looking it up cheaper. it was like i remember it was like 98 bucks a hundred dollars 104 dollars 106 dollars. every time i would check it that was the range Hmm. and because I, that was nearly the same price as what a fake ID would have costed me Shoot. so i knew i just needed to buy one bitcoin
0: so bitcoin we, average price in like 2012 2013 f- uh, $5.27 $5.27 $5. $5. or 1330 in 2013 so it's just yeah. an average yeah. but
1: I, I don't know that even if i would have if i would have figured out how to mine it it was just free and i knew how to like use my computer in order to get it great but like if it, if i was buying like stocks I don't know that i'm spending five dollars and 27 cents i'm not spending hundreds of that or, or thousands of dollars on bitcoin at five dollars and 27 cents uh, no. back in 2012 so i think the people that got rich are probably the ones that were mining it or figured out how to mine it back then
2: yeah and i think there's there's a very 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 small group of individuals that actually dug deep on how the protocol itself works and they understand they understood that the scarcity factor of it is something that will last no matter what um, but I think because back- there's only 20 21 million Bitcoin
0: right yeah. total yeah that, that's it it's like it's a finite amount as opposed to like the dollar where you can just keep printing more and more of it right yeah so,
1: well that I mean because that's what it causes supply and demand that's what causes inflation you keep printing more and more US dollars it's not as special to have a dollar. Yeah. So you devalue it. Exactly. It's like that's the, the one of one baseball card. Like you have the only card of that ever made. So it's very, very valuable, very rare. So people are going to pay more for it. And that's why Bitcoin for one of them is forty at the today
2: forty thousand US dollars. I would I would say that's somewhat accurate. Um uh, the difference being the rules around the 21 million cap can't change. They can't. What do you mean rules? The rules, so there, the the structure that governs Bitcoin that it ensures that no more than 21 million will ever be created, that structure itself can't change unless everybody using Bitcoin decides that they wanna up from the 21 million, but that won't happen because that's in. That's in nobody's incentive book. There's yeah, no uh, interest in that. You, With the other things like baseball cards, for example, the rules around baseball cards themselves can change. Now, a certain old rare baseball card that gained the value it did over time because it is what it is, and people agreed, or they are willing to pay that. For correct, one hundred percent. That that is worth what it is. Now that it's similar to Bitcoin in that aspect, that the price is kind of set on whatever the hell anybody's willing to pay for it. But uh, with Bitcoin, you know nobody else can create more. Somebody could go create an exact replica of that card and sell it. As that card.
1: So that's that's the thing with Bitcoin is the the blockchain, right? You're talking about the protocol of Bitcoin using the blockchain, automatic ledger, permanent written. You you can trace essentially everything with it. So
0: there's no duplicating that,
1: right? No, there's no there's no duplicating the the blockchain because you have every single transaction that that coin went through, where who changed hands, how it changed hands, mm-hmm. when it changed, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I, I get it from from that perspective. It, it would be like, and, and we talked about NFTs a little bit, where yeah. it, it's like the blockchain would be being able to prove that you own the actual Mona Lisa versus a duplicate copy of the Mona Lisa, 100%. because there is a ledger saying that uh, who who did, did was it da Vinci? Who did the Mona Lisa? Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, yeah, it, was it was da Vinci. Da Vinci. Was da Vinci. What, yeah, so it, it would be like i have a record that da vinci gave that painting to andrew who sold that painting to nick and then i bought it from nick it's like
0: you had the entire transaction you have the
1: history of that transaction so i understand the value there fun story about baseball cards i told you this already but uh andrew i know baseball guy Baseball
2: baseball, baseball, yes. Big uh, baseball. Hell yeah, man. brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my sport. That was my sport. So, so
1: um, my, one of the guys that I know, uh, he's a family friend, uh, big involved with the Major League Baseball. Like his, I think his father-in-law was a GM of a major league team yeah. like he he's got a lot of ties to major league baseball you're you're spilling oh, I, we, oh no so <laughs> my own so th- two things one I, I i did the the people at his service you almost spilled the gumball head so we are drinking gumball head tonight <laughs> uh that's a three floyds beer well, he, that, yeah. was, that was the beer that andrew gifted us Andrew,
0: so. yeah thank you for, uh, three floyds gumball head they're out of munster indiana uh ton of good beer. This is honestly a pretty aggressive start compared to our usual Budweiser. So we
1: got three Gumball Heads each, and we got three Budweisers each. And in case you haven't picked it up by now, this podcast, we drink six beers in 60 minutes. <laughs> I, I'm doing this.
2: I, we're 15 minutes, 15 in. minutes in. 15 minutes in, and we're, minutes st- in. we're still
0: doing the intro. I, I got, I got Hold
2: on my second.
1: Yeah, well, He's I got funny. no, I got too interested in talking to Andrew that I forgot to explain what we do on this podcast where we drink six beers, 60 we're minutes. I'm so excited. Each beer does have to be at or above 5% alcohol by volume. But this family friend of ours, big in MLB, he was talking about, um, he knew some of the players, and one of the players was telling him a story that uh, tops used to create books of cards that they would give to all of the players, and they were. Uh, like the new up-and-comers, like okay. the the hotshot prospects. And one of those hotshot prospects back in the day when they were doing this was Mickey Mantle. And yeah. they printed thousands and thousands and thousands of Mickey Mantle-like rookie cards. And for whatever reason, they were not selling as well as they should have. And so Tops kept these cards for a very long time. And eventually like the the manager of the plant said, we gotta get rid of these cards. Like, we can't give them away.
0: So oh, I think,
1: yeah, I think you sent this to me. We yep. we So they, they couldn't give these cards away. People wouldn't buy them, couldn't give them away. So the guy who was telling the story said he loaded up thousands of Mickey Mantle cards into his car, <laughs> drove them to the Hudson, and just chucked them in. They were just chucking these Mickey, and this, yep. Mi- this particular Mickey Mantle card today is worth hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. Right. And they're they're just chucking them into the hups, Hudson River because it's like, what are you gonna do? And this is back in what? When did Mickey Mantle play in the th-
2: early forties? Early, yeah, maybe even before that.
0: I think uh, it was the thirties uh, or
1: forties. Yeah, the stack. No, no, he was he, he, he,
0: he was a part of Murderers Row,
1: right? So uh, he
0: died in. Uh, wait, Mickey Mantle died in nineteen ninety five. Yes, yeah, so, that's so more mind blowing, honestly, so than anything. Was, right. So he now. played. He
2: played in the forties.
0: Uh, yeah, he was in. The, yeah, he I was think a, he
2: caught the back end of Ritz's career, is when he started. Yeah, so he was young.
0: Yeah, uh, MLB debut was 1951. It looks oh. like his last appearance was 1968. Okay, I was okay. okay. Off. So, Did so, the yeah, so, he was in the 50s. Jeez. so
1: he was in the 50s, but again, what a Hall of Fame player legend, right? Um, but yeah, they were just chucking his cards, and now because there's no more of them even though they had thousands of them I was like I, they loved and, it and, that and I, I asked a family friend I was like did this guy like keep any of those cards he was like no he was but, told
0: to throw them into the Hudson but, <laughs> right, so right, he threw them right. into the Hudson but honestly if you think about it though the, the cards now wouldn't be as valuable right because there would be more of them around because if 100%. the ones were not thrown into the river but if right? he
1: would have kept two or three of them and thrown the rest into the river absolutely so but that, who knows that's that the he thing. didn't
0: though know? who knows that the cards that are around didn't, now weren't some of the ones that he kept it, it could could, be. have could have been could have been he could have made millions off of those i th- so. I, I find it funny that that's their method of disposing them of is throwing them in a well, river where that, it's just gonna literally my, it's, it's gonna get destroyed but like w- you could burn it and really get rid of it
1: literally my comment. Was like, did he just look down the river and see just cars lined up, just throwing shit into the Hudson? Like, oh, I got too much of this. We're just gonna chuck it into the Hudson, like because that's what though. they did back in the day. Yeah.
2: Couldn't get rid yeah. of it. So, real quick, fun fact: Terry baseball, and then the story I was talking about earlier. Terry Frankano's daughter mm-hmm. was my squad leader at the Naval Academy during that. Terry,
1: who, Terry, Franconi. Terry, Franconi. He's a he was a manager uh, of the Red he's Sox. He might be a Hall of Fame a, manager, he will a be New, New sure. York
0: gangster. Terry he, Franconi. He, this, he, he managed broke, the Red Sox and he broke managed
1: the Curse. The, the, did, was he fan. the manager when yeah. they oh, yeah, okay. yeah, he 2004, he the 2004?
2: 2004, no, yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. 2004. 2004,
1: who did you who who did you play for that? That wasn't the Cardinals,
2: right? No, I'm was it the Cardinals? Uh, was I know oh four we beat the. We beat the Yankees in the ALCS. We came back from three oh. Did you and who did you beat?
0: Because I we, think and it,
2: then we swept whoever we played in the uh, World Series that year. You beat the Cardinals. I think it? think it was the Cardinals. And, and I'm a Cardinals St. Louis fan. It was Cardinals, yeah. two thousand four. Okay. Yep.
0: <gasps> Boston Red Sox swept them four0 <laughs> four0 to break yeah, the, the curse them,
2: yeah man oh that's so they that's won ridiculous. eight games straight there in the playoffs which is absolutely unreal baseball wise that's so sad I'm I'm so upset yeah that the so we Cardinals got a, we, we've bed. got a Cardinals fan over here
0: and I got a Red Sox fan and we're having a podcast about it so we'll the see Cardinals how and the, the Red rest Sox, of this plays out
1: the Cardinals and the Red Sox <laughs> in the early 2000s played in multiple World Series against each yeah. other yeah quite a few I went to the one in 2007. No, uh we 11? were in college it was 2000 yeah it was 11 or 12. 11. did you
0: go to a world series game was, mm-hmm. yeah 12. are you serious yeah it was the Have most
1: it was the most disappointing thing i've ever gone to really so really? we i went to the world series game at bush stadium Have against the red one? sox i don't know i at bush stadium against the red sox and the crowd was dead i was like this is the fucking world series yeah. And the crowd was just sitting there, just chatting, just like, oh, you know, it's just like whatever. And then we ended up getting just absolutely crushed that World Series.
0: <laughs> I almost equated to, like, the... Like,
1: like the, the two of the three World Series that yeah. you guys
2: won was against the Cardinals. Yeah.
1: And it, I think it was because the Cardinals had no home field advantage.
2: No. The, the, Even it was like, ridiculous. Well, those 10 years from, like, 05 to 15, the AL was strong. Oh, it, I mean, it's still strong. I mean, yeah. they...
1: The AL typically has better records, but you also have the DH, so that's a different topic altogether. Yep. Um, We might not get baseball this year, by the way, because of like have you lockout? Yeah, lockout. Lockout? It's the players' union against the the owners and the league and all that kind of stuff. I don't know what they're fighting about. I think the players want more money, and I'm like, I can't believe you're getting paid so much money. I can't believe baseball players get paid what they get paid. It's like, who? How are you getting paid this? I understand football. Because football is king right now. Yep. I don't understand how baseball players get paid what they get paid. 100%. Well,
2: number of games. I mean, it, it, it's a long season. It, it's and such
0: it's, a long season, but like it's such I mean, it's, it's such a long season, but it's so little like the actual people at the game is so low, honestly. Not all not everywhere. It, it Wrigley seems
1: like Wrigley though. in the summer is oh it, it's, packed, it's it's jam-packed. at least eighty yeah. percent. Really. All the least, time, all the time. Yeah.
0: I, I guess when they're at least, I'm assuming like above 500, like yeah, when they're, they're, they're competitive, least, yeah,
1: yeah, they're they're 80 percent or above. But like the the Marlins, they get like 3,000 fans. That's insane. And they've got I a 50,000 person stadium. I don't
0: understand how they stay in business. I, I
1: because they get paid TV contracts. They do make TV contract money. That's fair. But, but those contracts like, can't
0: doesn't seem like it's enough to offset it, but
2: so well, another, but that's why they charge $12 for a beer. Another fun fact and Nick, I don't even know if I've told you this. Uh the Tom Ricketts, the Ricketts family that owns the Cubs. Yeah. His son Quinn was in my pledge class what (laughs) so this man man over here is just like yes yeah and you went to you went to to, uh, indiana university okay yeah so who's 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 your man so
1: that's actually something that i want to talk about um as well because we both nick and i were in the same fraternity yep. yeah. at a small school yep. not a state school and um we want to you, get to that the, the... so but but oh, you goodness. okay so do you want to go into it thing. now or
0: do you want to keep going well
1: i, I do want to i do want to we're talk jumping. about the I, we're jumping. I, I i know but that's the beauty of it yeah. we're, we're free fun, man. you see how it yeah, goes then, I, but i so i want to go back to this this okay. bitcoin stuff a little bit then i want to go into your pledge class because nick and i have told this on the podcast I'm pretty sure the dude that we went to college with for a couple of years might make the Ricketts family yeah, look the,
2: poor.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, I explained prince. that. We yeah, li- yeah, literally yeah. had this conversation uh, Wednesday? Wednesday? Yeah, dude, so Thursday, like Thursday, yeah, literally yeah, Thursday. Right
1: well that was yesterday today is friday
0: hey man it's been a long week it's it, i've been looking forward been to this week. All, all week so
1: so all right so this bitcoin thing there there's one more thing that i want to talk about real quick yep. on the bitcoin and that is um you and i've talked about this yep. in the past you believe that bitcoin is king
2: yes why um because the rules can't change so when, when you're looking at the, these other coins, even NFTs, because NFTs are built on top of these other protocols like Solana, Ethereum, etc. These, for example, let's, let's attack the, what everybody calls the other main dog. It's going to flip Bitcoin, Ethereum. Well, Ethereum, the decisions made behind the Ethereum protocol are heavily, if not entirely, influenced by the Ethereum Foundation.
1: And so, so that's what one thing I was going to ask you about Ethereum at some point was, have you seen the whole um,
2: ETH gate? Well, the, here's the thing. ETH gate, I'm pretty sure that refers to ETH 2.0 and all the shit that's been going on with that. Ethgate is
1: essentially the theory or the, I, I'm going to say theory, that Ethereum is essentially a Ponzi scheme that was pumped up by investors
2: Yep. But there's no actual value to Ethereum. Well, I i would agree with that. And I would say that goes across the board. All it is is investing. Even this metaverse web 3.0 deal, all it is is VC investors. just so buzzwords. Like pumping buzzwords. Yeah. Like back when the Internet of Things was yeah, the it's, big. It's the dot com bubble. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. And it's a bunch of VCs pumping money into projects because they know they can make a quick profit. And so what, what you see with any of these other coins is there's a trade-off. And a little difficult to grasp, but anything, any change, this might sound ridiculous, any change from the Bitcoin protocol there's directly a trade-off to that change that normally is a complete detriment to whatever project that's so, happening to so
0: it's so, advantageous to not touch it at all no
2: so uh, let's let's run through let's run run through some of these um, faster transactions you always hear Bitcoin's old it's too slow um, you it takes too long to get your funds blah 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 well in order to, make transactions faster you have to have larger blocks well larger blocks means more memory more memory means more cost and when i say more cost i mean in order to audit the entire history of the blockchain you have to download the entire thing and if the blocks are bigger then that memory is greatly expanded so for example ethereum in order to Audit the history of the entire Ethereum chain. You can't do that on a single computer. You, it's probably going to cost you to build a rig that could handle the entire Ethereum blockchain. It's going to cost you five, six, seven thousand dollars. Bitcoin, you can download the entire blockchain and audit it on a Raspberry so, Pi for one hundred and twenty bucks. Th- so, that- do
0: the, the 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 equivalent of that would be like, hey, I I own a business, right? And my business is this this room, and to have the entire ledger of of this business's history it it cost me this one banker's box but for ethereum if i have this same room here i would have to have a thousand bankers boxes and all of a sudden i can't put all these banker's boxes all of this ledger into one room so i have to buy another room and expand it basically
2: a hundred percent or another way to look at it is you've got a one foot by one foot square tile and the tiles white with a bunch of black specks on it in order to audit say that one by one tile is the bitcoin blockchain in order to audit it you have to count every spec on that tile and then you go to something like ethereum ethereum is a million square foot building with a white floor full of black specks If you want to audit that million square foot building, you have to go around and count every black spec. And that's so that's the solution to faster transactions. Well, it's not viable, especially across the global population, because the global population can't trust something that they can't audit.
1: So this is this is where I'm going to disagree to an extent. Bitcoin was the first. Bitcoin's the biggest. Bitcoin is the most valuable because there is the finite aspect. There's 21 million. That's it. All of these other coins. Now there are what what people deem as shit coins. A hundred percent. Which which are essentially shit coin
0: altcoin whatever the, you want. To which call
1: it. which are Ponzi schemes. Somebody uh, creates a coin. They pump the price. They take their profits, which is essentially taking everybody else's money. And then everybody else loses, however much money they put in, but the one person gets rich.
0: Any celebrity, it's, a, that's it's pushing a coin or an NFT. I hate it. It's a Ponzi. It. it is a Ponzi scheme. I can't. I can't understand anybody. That's a sorry to interrupt, but anybody that any celebrity that makes a coin and says, "Hey, I'm going to release this new this new coin or this new cryptocurrency. You guys should buy some." Blah blah blah. And they do that. And it's like how you're screwing over your own fans. It dep- how can it, you do Well,
1: that? it depends because it's almost like buying stock in that celebrity. So if that celebrity takes the money and they buy things that create content or create entertainment that you enjoy, yeah. it's essentially like a
2: subscription on Twitch. That's what yes. their crypto coin would yes. be. So I could agree with some of that. I, w- I wouldn't say that every single one of these altcoin shitcoin projects are a Ponzi because it's they've gotten... Much more creative. So, for ex- I think one of the for example, you have something like uh, Safe Moon, right? Right. It's a right. This it's a, right, a shitcoin. We all know that, but I'm I'm using this example.
1: So, so just tell people like the about Save Coin because I and like what makes it different? Because I like, don't know. I, I it's just <laughs> a, you, you know so, the name of it. Yeah. Right? So,
2: but ba- what I'm getting at, I don't know the details of it necessarily, but. It, it has transitioned to the point where people say they're investing in a company, right? So you're investing in a company and we're we're on SafeMoon because we think they're going to bring value to corporations around the world. We think that the next farmer is going to be able to use SafeMoon as insurance for when it doesn't rain. Mm. That's actually a chain link argument, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So even if if these are companies, right? The way they market themselves is entirely dishonest, especially if you look at total addressable market. TAM, you'll hear it referred to. Total addressable market. You look at, let's say this, let's say SafeMoon is as good as Apple, right? Let's say SafeMoon somehow turns into Apple. What's their addressable market? Well, Apple has a market cap of just over $2 trillion right now. Most, most biggest company in the world. Well, SafeMoon going from wherever it is now to $2 trillion. I don't even know what the hell it is now. But there's a cap there. Just like any of these projects that have turned and say, no, you're investing in a company. And the thing is, they won't say you're investing in a company, but that's how the people that are invested in these projects defend them. They say, well, it's a company. Okay, total addressable market, we know where it's at. Right now, probably $2 trillion. You look at the total addressable market of Bitcoin. It is money. And money is compromised or composed of, let's do every currency around the world, let's say every bond around the world, so all debt, all debt, all currency, just debt and currency right now around the world is somewhere in the neighborhood of 250 to $300 trillion. So you look at Bitcoin, it's, it's, I think it's 800 billion right now, 900 billion. So it hasn't even hit a total market total market cap. So it hasn't even hit a trillion dollars. And then you look at the total addressable market. It is money. So the total addressable market of money is somewhere between in the neighborhood of 250 trillion to 300 trillion dollars. You do that math. It's fucking pretty.
1: So there's a couple different conspiracy theories around Bitcoin, but I do want to address, so the SafeMoon coin, the big thing about the SafeMoon coin is that they take a 10% fee. Okay. And this 10% fee is paid out to everybody who holds SafeMoon. So it's essentially a stock that you buy and they pay you a dividend yeah. for holding that stock. So that's what SafeMoon is. So SafeMoon is a company, but they're they're pushing their stock as a cryptocurrency that you'll never actually be able to spend. You are buying a stock into the company, and they're paying you dividends for every new person that buys in. Hmm. That's what SafeMoon is doing. Yep. Um, does that, does that so
0: div- I, I guess, the scary thing well, is, how do you, does that dividend change? Like, does that payout change well, over time? There's and no like,
2: incentive to use it. Who
1: controls because, that? Be, well. Because it's not a currency. Right. There's so, one guy so that no, controls they, it. They, so. literally, they literally set what they were going to pay out they take a 10 percent fee and then they distribute that 10 percent fee of every new holder mm-hmm. to the rest of the holders
0: which so is your whole goal is to convince it, more people to buy into it so that you can get which is, money out of it which, which is, is a ponzi it, it, it's, scheme
1: it's the advocate it's the uh uh what what it's uh, the, the marketing it's work,
0: it works reps yeah, yeah. no
1: it, there's a there's a name <laughs> it's not ponzi but it's like the. Uh, I've got three people under me. Pyramid scheme. scheme. Yeah, it's it's almost a pyramid scheme. So there are those types of coins that are not viable as far as currency. Bitcoin has been considered internet gold. So I agree that you can consider Bitcoin as more of a currency than everything. Here's where I disagree that Bitcoin is the only thing that's valuable. I I saw the ETH gate thing where... Ethereum is uh, just kind of a con artist yeah, coin yeah. thing. But a lot of shit is being built off of Ethereum. Ethereum has utility. And I think utility, especially with like NFTs, which are you have to pay typically Ethereum to buy NFTs. NFTs with utility are valuable. Where it's like, hey, I bought this NFT, so I have access to this network of people i think the same thing can be said for the tokens these cryptocurrencies for example i want to get your opinion i'm very 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 big on xrp i'm big on ripple
2: (laughs) big And the
1: reason i'm big on ripple is because that in my opinion is a uh and, and please this is not financial advice this yes. is not telling we're, anybody we to go are Not invest. a
0: financial advice podcast and yeah, we so, uh, cannot be held liable for leg-
1: your legally financial legally everything we're talking about is theoretical and do not go and buy this stuff.
2: Except for me buy Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bitcoin <be> a- <laughs> Bitcoin hey two things to start with B Bitcoin and Budweiser. That's what Bitcoin. we're here for. That's right. Bitcoin and Budweiser and boobs. And bo- okay. <laughs> <Bitcoin>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are no boobs at this podcast. Well, we had boobs one time and they might be back one time. Casey and, <laughs> be,
0: yeah. Casey and Look Mary. Come back. We're looking forward to having them back on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay i'm gonna get that's ridiculed your, for that. <laughs> that is your your grave that you just dug and i'm gonna let, i'm gonna be on the Casey outside Mary. watching you dig your own grave so. that was
1: a joke but so we'll the reason, reason I, i'm big on xrp is because that's that's an actual crypto that i think could be adopted by major financial institutions that the everyday person uses See. because what, what xrp does is it makes international transactions of money wire transfers instead of days instead of
2: business days
1: it takes hours
2: but here's the thing you you can't transfer with something that you can't trust so for example if somebody centrally controls xrp which is the case 100 percent, and it goes to the level that you're saying where institutions control it then we run into a us dollar 2.0 all of a sudden you cannot trust that tomorrow that thing that you're transacting with in this case xrp isn't going to be worth less because the people deciding the monetary policy of that protocol will work off their own incentives they will do whatever is personally best for them you cannot trust that tomorrow that coin will be worth the same as it is today. But with you, Bitcoin, but you, no, with Bitcoin, you can. And there's there's a natural gravitation and it's happened throughout human history. People gravitate towards the best money, period. People, but, and that's why you've seen the US dollar gain domination over the past hundred years.
1: But But I think there's a shift towards the utility. I think there's a shift towards to what can this token actually do? What can this crypto actually do Versus Nothing. just it, it's almost like putting money in the bank versus putting money in a stock. It's like what what can I get out of this versus what am I just saving? Right. So what can it do that Bitcoin can't? I it can transact so much faster, and it's a token that is actually viable in the
2: marketplace. Have you looked into the Lightning Network? The light. I do not know about the Lightning. Okay. Network. Okay. Then the, this is great. Okay. So the Lightning Network. Think We're about getting educated today. Think of <laughs> think about. Bitcoin as the foundation of a house. The Lightning Network is the framing. Okay. So what the Lightning Network does is it allows you to trustlessly plug into a Layer 2 network. So this network is built on top of Bitcoin. The going back and forth between Bitcoin and Lightning, which are still denominated in Bitcoin, in Satoshi's. For those that don't know, one Bitcoin is worth 100 million Satoshis. But you peg in and you peg out, and this is all done automatically. You you as a user won't even know it's happening. But what the Lightning Network does is it's, think about, I take out a $100,000 loan, and I give it to you and Nick, and you and Nick can transact as much money under $100,000 back and forth instantly with no fees as you want. period. And and then taking that money that you're transacting with and putting it back into main chain bitcoin network costs you nothing. It does not matter.
0: As long as it's under the $100,000. Right.
2: But so. but what what ends up happening and that, that there's not actually a limit because as say it's not just you and Nick, but it's you Nick and 98 other people so there's 100 of you well all of those all of the bitcoin that's plugged in that essentially creates the ceiling that continues to go up so as more and more people use the lightning network that ceiling goes up
0: aka that hundred thousand
2: dollars or the no say you two put in a hundred thousand dollars and then of the name and then the 98 others they each put in a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. So, so let's say you guys have ninety-nine thousand dollars in that example, or a million. Fuck, 9, a million. It would be a million.
1: Hundred people, hundred thousand dollars piece Yeah.
2: Nine nine no nine point nine, right? No,
1: if you had a hundred people, a hundred thousand dollars each, million dollars.
2: <laughs> <laughs> mind blown <laughs> I don't think that's 100 people 100,000 dollars each that's 100 people d- 100,000 dollars that's let me fucking roll that's out the calculator million. so it'd be 9.9 9 million that is That is ten.
1: Yeah, that's ten million. Okay, that's ten million. So I'm wrong. All right. We're halfway <laughs> hundred nine beers.
0: It's see you see the difficulty in this podcast me, now. Yes. Why, why, enjoy enjoy why are you
2: making me do math? I enjoy it's it. Not I shouldn't have easy. started doing math. But no, you guys get what I'm saying. As yes, more people yes. as more people plug into this network, it expands. And this network, the interaction between the Lightning Network and the Bitcoin protocol is trustless. It's comp- it's entirely trustless to go back and forth. And it's all denominated in bitcoin so it's all denominated under the 21 million limit and this is it, it's it's when i first got in it was pretty fuck it was pretty difficult to use the lightning network it really was and it was to go to hop from the bitcoin network to the lightning network it was difficult you difficult through, meaning like slow
0: not slow but
2: you'd have to it was just complicated. you'd have to go to a certain a certain uh, service or a certain website so that you could, it was almost like pancake swap or it it seemed like a shit coin because you had to go to a certain service just to get back and forth. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't just one service, there's multiple, but you had to go take an extra step to go do it. Well, just in these couple of years, it's evolved to the point where you receive funds in your wallet, you can send them out on main chain, on Lightning, it doesn't matter. And it's completely seamless, and it's
1: instant. So here's, everything about that sounds good, but crypto is not. It's
0: not mainstream still.
1: The average person is not using crypto as their everyday. Kind of curious.
0: What do you think of the number of people that actually have some cryptocurrency?
1: okay so across the world or across the us
0: uh let's, let's do across the the us so 300 so a there's more realistic so the them.
1: us has 330 million people roughly uh let's say half of them are able to actually invest in this so let's say well, 100 100 and what what's 175 No, one i can't fuck i'm doing math again uh 165 165 million people i'm saying 10 million of that 165 million actually own crypto assets.
0: Yeah, um, the numbers
1: you'll find online are ridiculous. Which is still less, it's less than 10% of the entire U.S. owns
2: a crypto asset. Yeah. I'd say somewhere between five and 10%. So. Mm, okay. Well, this one's. The numbers online, if you try to search this topic, they're absolutely ridiculous. It's it's almost like the green energy numbers around mining. Which is something like sixteen percent <laughs> American.
0: Sixteen percent of Americans say they have invested in or traded or used, and, and uh, of some that 16, type of crypt- cryptocurrency. And of
1: that sixteen percent, I guarantee you, six percent is in Dogecoin.
0: You think so? Yeah. You think that's the yeah the maybe. highest volume traded? Pro, may, maybe. I think so. Well, is it the highest no. volume traded
1: between like like of people with a ton of money? I, yeah. No, I, but I, of the average person. Absolutely, because yeah, it, it was it's so, it's, yeah. so low it's so low it's so low that people are
0: easy to like get into. Right? You're dabbling in crypto, well, right? It's a it's a penny stock. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. That's yeah.
2: a that's a common thing too. Is, is unit bias? People look at Bitcoin and they see it's fifty grand or forty five thousand dollars, and then they look at Dogecoin and they say, "Oh, it's two cents or it's whatever the hell it is." <laughs> My dollar like, is way more valuable over this, here. This this two cent coin it could be the next Bitcoin so it'll go to ten thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars fifty thousand dollars but that's why and it's you like look a- at but then well you then you 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 look at total addressable market and you realize that something like Doge even though it's ten cents or whatever it's already at the height of it like what maybe three hundred billion dollars. Probably so, not even that high. How much higher can it go?
1: But but that's why, much like you have to look at stocks, you have to look at the company, you have to look at what they're doing and if they're growing, if they're profitable, all that kind of stuff. Crypto, that's why I'm saying you, you can invest in Bitcoin, which is like investing in gold. It's internet gold. Or you can invest in utility if you think it's actually going to grow. So, like, for example, I I've personally, I have diversified. I've got Bitcoin, I've got Ethereum, I've got Solana, Uh, I've got XRP. Those are my four big ones. Solana is essentially the Ethereum competitor. And if Ethereum crashes, which it could because of all the shit that's coming out about like, is Ethereum legit or is it not? Solana could take their place. The problem with Solana is that their network is stupidly slow. Like every time I go on and try to trade Solana, it says network congestion, not going to be able to trade. It's like, then then I'm not going to, why am I going to invest in
2: that? I I think you just explained your issue. There's the whole utility argument. I don't see because there isn't there isn't utility for something that doesn't stick around. And these things come and go, and that's how it's been since Bitcoin's inception.
1: But it, it but Bitcoin because it was the first like like that's my biggest right, thing because it's, Bitcoin was the first. It's gonna obviously have staying power because it has finite resources. But it, that's why Bitcoin is considered, in my opinion. The internet gold, the internet oil. Right. There, there's a finite amount of it, and so people want a piece of it and want to invest in that. What I'm saying is, there are other cryptocurrencies that I think are valuable because of the utility they bring. I, I don't. It, are they going to be as valuable as the internet gold, like Bitcoin? Eh, no. Do I think Ethereum's ever going to get to a hundred thousand dollars like Bitcoin could? Maybe one day. No but i do think that there is
2: value in that utility i think i think our core disagreement is that any of these other tokens have utility to begin with
1: the, the, okay that's fair it, it, so if you don't believe that ethereum or solana or xrp or any of these other ones that i've mentioned have utility and you you don't believe that at all, right. all i do i do think that there is actual utility where? to those where and and in what term so I, I, again, I think XRP could be a, a uh, banking financial institution tool in order to transfer money across global markets.
2: Right. That so, is
1: why I'm big on XRP is because Bank of America, Huntington, PNC, Fifth Third, they all use XRP in order to transfer money across banks and across global markets. That's why I think XRP could be big now they are under sec investigation which i think is a whole bunch of fucking bullshit but you can look into that for yourself i think it's bullshit as well but because they're singling out xrp but they didn't go after any of these other ones
2: well they're sending they're using xrp to set precedents in the crypto they're trying yeah. to and they're they're failing well,
1: i don't <laughs> they, think they are fucking
2: flopping see, i would argue face. and say they're not even trying I, the the SEC is just doing it is just like yeah well, we're the no, government we, like you should believe us. I'd say they're using it as a scapegoat, not even a scapegoat. They may have even set it in place so that they could bring this project to where it is and then systematically use it in different court cases to set precedents that will benefit the state or the government in the future. Well so but so, Ripple Labs is an actual company right So oh, real quick on on XRP, you you just mentioned the banking and the transacting globally how is any of that different than what i explained with the with bitcoin and the, the lightning, lightning network yeah
1: because xrp can be trans excuse me One sec.
0: See, this uh, is the, the okay. other difficult part um, of it. Um, okay, this so, so this is why I got you a glass. Now you understand. Uh, if you're 100%. drinking out of that can, man, you would be off mic a lot more than you would be on mic. All right, so
1: this is the last thing I want to say because I do want to get to college. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I, mean, stuff, I don't know if I want stuff. to go there.
0: No, no. We just want to...
2: We, 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 <laughs> no, we, we can touch we, it. We can touch
0: on it. We just want to compare the difference hatch.
1: between so state school the, and the oh, thing, yeah. private school. The last oh, yeah. thing that I'm going to say about the XRP is because, again, we just talked about the percentage of the population that actually uses crypto or the percentage that owns crypto. So if I can send money to my cousin who lives in Botswana... In a matter of hours, because I give money to the bank, the bank transitions that to XRP, sends it to the bank in Bonzpot to XRP, transitions it out. It it, it makes tra- financial transactions, especially over the internet, so much quicker. We don't have the processing no. that we have How to have. How long does now. it
0: take to wire money? Period. Business days. Yeah, multiple well, business well, here, days. Well, here's currently, th- it, but here's the thing: is multiple business days. If think about this. It- I don't I can't say I know exactly how this works but whenever you're uh you're trying to get your money put into an account say you sold a car or something like that say you sold something of significance like a, a house and it says that money will be processed and you'll have it in your account for like in 3, three five to 5 days, business days. Right? Yeah. That's typically what the response time is, right? Uh but the bank account in anytime you Spend money, or you uh, buy something, it's out of your account instantly. So, what's that though? It,
1: but it's a placeholder, so it'll reflect in your account, but it but still it's has to actually not Because happen. that, yes, it's the same thing with a credit card. When you purchase a credit card and then you go to dispute it, they say, "Wait till it clears." You have to wait a couple of days until it actually clears before you can dispute it. Okay. Because it I- might not actually clear. It's the same thing with wire transactions. They will take it out of your account as like, hey, this is coming out of your account, still got to process, still got to do all of these different things in order to, like, get it to where it's going to go eventually. XRP is supposed to be able to do that immediately. It's supposed to take the money out of your account. It's supposed to transition that money to the next person immediately. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Are you God, kidding me?
1: I'm sorry. Is I it two uh, three
0: episodes in a row.
1: I'm trying You've so hard. You got to be kidding to, me. So, anyways, <laughs> so that's that's the. That that's my point is that it, it happens so fast, there's no more processing. Like you like well, Andrew mentioned earlier, Bitcoin is slow, the lightning network, I get right. that, but that's that's it's almost like a Venmo, that's peer-to-peer transactions. That's yeah, not that's not global, that's not financial no, it's institutions.
2: Peer to peer is global. So my argument to that was okay, let's let's say it is the same exact speed, right? Well, in your description you said it has to go from a bank to a bank to XRP. To another bank and then get cashed out. There's a trust factor there. You're trusting, mm-hmm. you're trusting not only X, the XRP network, but you're trusting those bankers who you referred to as a reason to buy this currency because they're using it. You're trusting them. I also trust Google not
1: to read my Gmail emails, but yeah, we all know that, that that's balls. not fucking happening. Yeah. So right. it, it's, yeah, there's a trust factor. And, and again, peer to peer. So like, you, the more people th- that you add to Whoa. it, the more
0: complex so, it is. So there's and the, the more, the more. Holes that you create,
1: or the opportunities for holes. So there's, uh, I, I've mentioned this show, Silicon Valley, um, yeah. on HBO. I, I've watched. Uh, it's one of my favorite shows.
2: It's a great show. It's great. It, it's
1: a great show, and and they're kind of ahead of their time because the main character wants to create a decentralized internet. Essentially, everything is just peer to peer communication. There's no servers. There's no server farms. It's just essentially decentralized open internet of collective communication and that is essentially what bitcoin is trying to do or was set up to be now the the quick conspiracy theory on bitcoin is that it was actually established to crash the global economy like that's that's the conspiracy theory about bitcoin because it makes every other currency
2: not valuable so here's my thing so obviously crashing the global economy is wrong but it's, but, right, but it's, it's wrong. Yeah, no, it we shouldn't do it. There's nobody that benefits <laughs> no, from that. No, I'm nobody at all. But here's the well, thing. no, I, I just love can the way. Somebody you short, no, can somebody right, short? The, to uh, <laughs> can somebody short the global
0: economy? Can somebody do
2: probably? No, it's wrong. But 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 here's the thing. What is even more wrong than that is not allowing proper market cycles to take place so that you get a huge buildup and everything crashes way harder than it shouldn't have been in the first place. And that's exactly what happened in 1971 when the US dollar came off of the gold standard. It allowed them to entirely control the currency market
1: What's by it?
2: trading, by putting the trade of oil in US dollars. Because oil is the energy for the global market that people are trying to change at, but it is. And so in 1971, when they came off the gold standard, they said, oh, it's okay, we'll back it by oil. Well, guess what? The production of oil is also heavily manipulated, just like the production of U.S. dollars. And so what they've done by being able to control both of those aspects is they've been able to control market cycles. And so since 2008 especially— after the financial crisis, they have pumped money into the economy, and they have manipulated OPEC. Not OPEC manipulates the world, but you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. There's a little bit of perverse incentives there, but as a whole, the agenda is relatively the same, in my opinion. Uh, but what they've done is through manipulating the markets, they've put they've just kicked the can down the road. And they've pushed off these crashes, so that nothing will occur. Well, that's exactly what stimulus
1: does. Is we're can very concerned that there's going to be a global crash or there's going to be a economy crash, so we pump the economy with money in order to stimulate it, give people what they need, so that it doesn't crash. They so continue to spend don't money. do go
0: out and that. That's exactly right. what, that's exactly what stimulus is, yeah. which.
1: To a degree, I agree with. Uh, we we don't have to get into like financial economy and kind of stuff, but um, that but that's that's kind of yeah, no. That, I get that. I get that.
2: Like, I get it. But I guess what I would re- respond back to Bitcoin is engineered to crash the global markets. Is they should have crashed eight ten years ago again, and they should have yeah. crashed four to six years ago again, and they should have crashed. In 2019, when the Fed came out and raised interest rates in November and watched the stock market proceed to decline 19%, and then they came out and completely changed course because of political pressure. <laughs> it, uh, and, and then, and guess what? After, after the- re- <laughs> You're getting, you're getting, you're getting me fired up, and we're, we're gonna go to a place where so we don't wanna yeah. go. All right, oh, so. Here's
0: right. the, here's the thing is, God, we, we created a monster. But This uh, guy over here. What, this guy? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we just gave him the fuel to just like absolutely just go off. No, I mean, I can
2: rant. thing is, the I know he could go. Much. Trust me. No, I can, because I can, I've heard I can, it
0: happen. Can, I've heard it happen. Oh yeah. I I've heard it happen multiple times, hey, especially I, at work. I, I right?
2: praise I Nick for for his years. <laughs> and
0: listening to my bullshit. It, right. It's only been one year and I feel like I've aged like seventy two years every time <laughs> I talk to this guy.
1: <laughs> All right. So we we're, we're going a little bit over time no, here. We're not.
0: Are we really? Where are we at?
1: We're at about an hour.
0: Pump it. Let's no, no. Pump it. it like Bitcoin. <laughs> you
2: <geez. laughs> Why so, not?
0: No, so y- you honestly, y- you guys have spent so much time talking that yeah, I think it's worth a double.
1: F- very so, no, little. <laughs> I, I'm not. No, our not can't, double, can't go. Our first <laughs>
0: double podcast. It's not
1: our first double podcast. We did we that did with a Cameron. One and a half. Was it one and a half? It was it one and a half? Season finale.
0: Yes, it was one and a half. Whatever. Which now looks like super easy.
1: I think it was more that regardless
0: one and a half. Is he- we'll
1: go a little bit over, but I do want to go to the college thing. I know, like we we got off on a rant on baseball, and then we got to college, which was the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Because again, yep. Nick Nick and I went to co- a small college. We went to uh, Rose Holman. You went to IU, and we were in a fraternity at Rose, which I guarantee was very very different. Because you mentioned your pledge son, pledge father, yeah. whatever, pledge, pledge brother, pledge brother. Um father, son, brother, holy spirit. <laughs> Maybe he's Amen. all men. what's up what's
0: up, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> So
1: So I wanted to talk about a little bit of the differences between Maybe what you experienced as uh, in a fraternity at a s- big state school. How many yep. students does IU have? Oh, I don't know, thirty, it's forty thousand, like probably thirty, so forty thousand. Yeah. Okay. We had two thousand. Yeah.
0: We had it, it, we had like twenty like different
1: No, we had two thousand undergrad, and then we had like another five hundred as graduate students and our graduate well, program. Seems really, heavy.
2: What?
0: Uh, number of, number of, number of GS graduate or uh, uh, graduate students. So, uh, just, IU as of 2021 had uh, around 49,000.
1: That's a lot. Under- that's a lot. So, ha, eh, quick, I, look up Texas A and M because Te- I I believe Texas A and M has the largest undergrad in the country.
0: It's, uh, it's them or o- seventy. It's them or Ohio State. Seventy-three thousand.
1: What's Ohio State have? Because it's uh, them or Ohio State.
0: Uh, man, we're you're really fucking working the fact check intern today. Sorry. Jeez, we we could use an intern. Uh, 64, sixty four, yeah, sixty. I'll success. be your guys' so, as an
2: intern. So, <laughs> dude, that's, we, we, that's we, insane. We he's signing up. It's so
0: insane. we'll we'll pay you very 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 I, I little bitcoin. No, I, I, I just want six coin.
2: beers. Six, <laughs> dude. And we can do we've, that.
0: We've we've, <laughs> we've been okay. I don't, honestly don't think you've ever. You've probably never listened to the podcast because I've never pushed it. I don't
2: push. No, the podcast. you've never told me the name, dude. I never tell. You've never told I'm, me I'm shit. very, I'm but very, self, I'm very self-conscious it.
0: of it, and I don't push it on people. I'm like,
2: I don't either. Hey, you
0: know, uh, whatever. But anyway,
2: that that's, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't, I yeah, don't push no. it. I'm like, hey, I'm
0: not, if, I'm not, th- if, if if we're, we're not the SoundCloud
1: rapper from your high school. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. If you want to listen, listen, but I'm not going to make you listen. Yeah,
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to push it on you, right? But uh, shit, what were, what, what was I saying? Before, I'm sorry, I don't know. Some about. Uh did, see know. See we but all 63,000 students yeah. Is an ass load And I'm sure Oh no my, You were saying like
1: He's never listened to the podcast yeah. And You were going somewhere With that <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: This is bad This I'm is sure bad This is what spe- happens When we go over an hour I did, No we did uh, the
1: We did the same thing last time Okay yeah. so anyways so, yeah. But let, let's go to Your experience our, So again Texas A&M seventy three thousand is an absolute ridiculous number of undergraduate students. Insane. Ours was two thousand. Yours was forty something. Forty something. Forty nine. Yeah. So a, so that's yeah. still a, that's still a big school. So your fraternity, I'm assuming, was much 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 different than ours. So yes. for example, in a fraternity, you have active
2: members. Of the fraternity How many When you were there How many active members Did you have So we sat Anywhere from 115 to 140 115 ish. to 140 That's, that's actually not, not as
0: big as I That's not thought, as big no. Cause
2: we What did we have We had 90 Well the difference I think the Sorry I think the main difference Is the number of fraternities uh, How many, so how many, many did you have I don't know I mean on campus Was it like the Was it double didn't digits didn't though Oh yeah On campus We probably had 15 or 20
0: so we That's had we had three sororities and eight fraternities
2: yeah okay so and you had double digits so had
0: double digits and, and at yeah. least so and it, it, sororities it we probably had
2: the same number it was equal really
0: yeah of sororities and fraternities. and fraternities really
1: yeah interesting yeah so we didn't have that many um in the really because we were so small i'm not gonna say everybody that didn't join a fraternity was not social um but A vast majority of the time at ours because we were such a small school the majority of like the people who wanted a social life were the ones who joined a a fraternity right at all um
0: it's a very different school right it's it's people that are there for engineering primarily the majority of majors are all engineering so it's like okay yeah i want to get my education but i also want to want to have a social life and so that Gives me that aspect of it too.
2: Yeah, very so, different. So very
0: different. <laughs>
2: so you you
1: had told me something at one point about your fraternity house,
2: and I I, I don't remember exactly what was it like. The largest? Or it, no, it was huge. So my sophomore year, we started construction on an extension. It's a, just that, that
0: word. We started construction. It yeah. sounds so massive. Oh, but.
2: it was it was already big to begin with, but we. Started, and at the end of that construction phase, we were the second biggest fraternity square footage-wise in the U.S., only behind that one at Florida State that you always Pike? see shit of. Pike yeah. at Florida State, yeah. yeah like they – they. And so they have, if you haven't, have a courthouse. It no, was it, ridiculous. It's a, it, it is, sorry,
0: courthouse, courtyard. It's an apartment building.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's what ours kind of looked like. And so out ours was like a, a big U, right? And then on – IU. Two, On two sides of the U, on the two long sides of the U, you had balconies on the second and third floors overlooking the courtyard, which was super badass. Well, while all of that was under construction, my sophomore year, so my sophomore year, I was social chair, so I organized all the parties and events nice
0: he did the fun stuff
2: just fundraisers mostly (laughs) you were president. kids you were president of the parties (laughs) somewhat might not might not have been president of the fraternities (laughs) but he was the party president (laughs) well that year we also happened to win little five and for those that don't know little 500 it's a bike race that takes place in april in bloomington and it's absolutely nuts you would never expect people to get this rowdy over a bike race <laughs>
1: <laughs> but okay See, so think,
2: so what type of bike is it like an actual like oh speed, yeah.
1: like a speed bike it's a, or like a, it's, it's
0: a, a, so it's a it's a small like thin wheel it, it's not like a, it's not like a bmx bike but it's a small no, tire but, but
1: it's like a tour de france
0: bike but but the Kinda. only issue is it's it's a single gear
2: yes it's yes. a single
0: gear you yes. cannot shift gear Those suck. yeah so it's a so, single
2: gear bike basically on like a a track like around yeah. the football field and it's that a you cinder would it's a cinder track yes. so
0: back in the day what you, you, tracks you used to make like running tracks these made of cinders
2: it's and, not it's yeah. right like it's it's like, 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 cinder it's like cinder
0: block no no it's like loose basically like loose gravel in a way oh that that sounds horrible loose gravel is is a bad term but it's uh it's a little bit more tackier it's like loose
2: gravel that kind of got molded together yeah so it's old school and so so it's like blacktop yeah kind of it's
0: tradition okay how
2: how many how many people how many people race well there's qualifiers and so like quals quals that was a big day prior to little five especially if you were in greek life and a fraternity sorority so quals the races start at like three thirty a.m and they happen early morning and so what happens during quals is everybody stays up all night and so you stay up all night you go to quals and i think there's maybe 30 teams trying to qualify something around that and then the actual race i don't know the exact number but if i had to guess to me more than that it should be more than that. Well, it could have so, been 40, cause, but cause the, the whole thing, race is like 20 teams, something like that. Because the whole thing 18. spawns
0: around uh, like Indy 500, right? Yeah. Because this is little five, – Indy 500, they got 33 teams driving – for the Indianapolis
2: 500, yeah. so I I don't know. It, I don't think it, they have. You're that the many, IU guy. Yeah, I don't think they have. We that went many to Rose bike. Holman.
0: shut up and let
2: the IU guy. Talk. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> no. He's this guy, out He's there. an IU guy though. At the at, at his I, 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 heart, I'm an IU. Yeah,
0: IU. I'm a Hoosier.
2: Hoosier, born and raised. But it, uh, maybe it's half the 33. Then maybe they do 33 to qual and then it's half that. But it's it, it's, it's, crazy. it's around there. And so whoever's left and whoever makes it gets to race well our fraternity had historically been known as a great bike team in fact in our pledge class it's kind of fucked up but in our pledge class we'd have our pledge class but also included in our pledge class were our biker bids and so guys who competitively biked would get a bid and our pledge class
1: (laughs) you were like the fucking high school that's a private school that doesn't like give scholarships but gets all the top recruits yeah yeah,
2: yes that's kind of like it was and so like in my pledge class we had three biker bids (laughs) and you could in the first lineup you can pick out the bikers yeah, because yeah. Can you can actually see oh, like yeah. dude, you, this dude's fucking quads are massive, and their calves, dude. their yeah, quads and their calves quads, are quads, calves, and shaved head usually. Seriously? Yeah, they all, for some reason, all the bikers <laughs> had shaved heads. <laughs> same, along same thing mine. with swimmers. It, it was it was wild. All right, and, field of thirty three.
0: What like he called that's it the actual race, but failed to qualify in a field of thirty three okay but that so so the, the actual, actual race, race is 33. 33. holy okay.
2: shit i didn't know it, was it that is it.
0: big so 33 is the traditional the number, number of teams that run in the indy 500 it's uh 11 rows of three gotcha. so that's okay. where it's all modeled after that but it's the indy 500 but with bikes and it goes around track and you ride how many
2: laps i think it's it's a decent amount I, I think don't know it's two
0: hundred fifty laps. laps or something like that. It's a like decent that. amount uh, Well, well yeah, Well t- oh, okay. you have four bikers. Oh, okay. So
2: you have, you have four, four bikers. And the transitions up. are huge. And we had we had a guy and I know he wouldn't care if I named his name, Luke Tormellon. And he, laps. He, was a, <laughs> he, was a, he was an absolute stud, dude. Like runner, biker, that's all he did. The man's that's all he's done since he was eight years old. And his sprint, like if on a bike, like his last couple laps, nobody can ri- actually, nobody in the race could actually ride a bike faster than him. And he had the endurance. And so he was our start man and our finish man. And then we had two of the other kids were in our pledge class. Well, when we won that shit, we our entire fraternity, our fraternity wears these, they're like race suits. And we would wear them football tailgates too, but they're full body zip up jumpers yeah and they had the iu logo on the back and it said indiana university drinking team and then on the front on the front it had our nicknames well when we won there's like a 100 of us sprinting a victory lap in these big ass we call them rager suits with this guy (laughs) and then and then next thing you know well i'm Running off trying to figure out how the hell we're going to afford all the beer and liquor for this party. <laughs> he to. He's like, man, I got a job to do. I got a job, yeah, my job got a
1: lot more complex. Your hammer trying to do math. We've already seen what? that, doesn't <laughs> 30 Ks by. Yeah. Uh, say fifty-nine dollars is
0: thousand cakes. <laughs>
2: thousand cakes minimum. Well, luckily I could kind of wheel and deal, and there were some other people that were trying to come over, obviously because they knew we won. So I'd be like, okay, ten people could come from your house, but you have to send us a hundred cases first. <laughs> <laughs> The
0: negotiation strategy. <laughs> oh strategies. dude, it was That's all negotiations. Insane.
2: I started the negotiations heavily in college. This guy's an ass. Were absolute. you in heavily.
0: contact literally with the other like the equivalent of you yes. at another yes. fraternity? Yes.
2: So we all this I, is wild. we all kind Why of Why didn't we have this? Yeah, so well it was it was ridiculous. So like the the, the semester. let's say you so everybody scheduled parties. You you'd schedule your parties for your days of your week. Well, randomly that day would hit where everybody starts scheduling and you know because you start getting blown up by all the girls that are social chairs of the sororities and you're like oh shit scheduling's going down today No, there was no like set deal would just be whoever waits until what and then once somebody kicks it off and basically says hey what are you doing may the 12th well then that starts to fire right and so there'd be random days i remember the i i was social and actually the the guy in the grade above me who did it before i went to high school with and that was the whole basically the reason i joined that house so we were real close well we (laughs) get i get i get a text from one of the chicks in the sororities and the next thing you know it's a goddamn fire frenzy just back and forth, back and forth, and you're sitting there with a calendar trying to fill in all these dates, and you're trying to get the sounds the, like the, a the, fucking the wedding No, it's best stuff. You're trying to get the sororities with the sexiest girls in on the most <laughs> oh. days, <laughs> <laughs> and you you have a list in your head, and then you've got your your pledge brothers coming up to so you like. Please give us a, a night with Kappa because <laughs> his girlfriend's in the house.
0: <laughs> oh my God! It's a fucking wedding player uh, I can't believe
2: ridiculous. you. I can't believe you literally
1: asked the question. Why wasn't this a thing at art? Because we had two thousand. They have forty nine
2: thousand people. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: I just think I, I okay. Regardless of the number, I think you could still have fun. Will it be as much fun and as crazy? No, but it's all relative. So,
2: 100%. You're still going to always have fun, especially like a lot of the... See? We made our own fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just drank. What do we got to do tonight? Tear out. Drink. uh, Drink. Okay, that's all we can do. So this is very boring.
2: Right. But even when you have that many people, you still find like the people that you like being around... If that makes sense, like even within all these sororities, (laughs) even within all these sororities, yeah, you have a lot more people to try out, and maybe you like have a couple different groups that you like hanging out with. But at the end of the day, like humans are always going to gravitate towards the people that they have the most in common with, that they feel the most comfortable around, and so that's typically what happened. You'd have a pair, (laughs) you'd have a pair with this. The way it worked is you'd have a pair with the sorority. And that would last until midnight, and then at midnight all the houses opened up, and so girls could go wherever they wanted. And so midnight back door would start flooding, and you get all of you'd get wh- whoever's in your pledge class their clique of girls that they liked hanging out with. Hmm. And so no matter who got, but the, for their, all that time up until midnight, yeah, you get you get time to chit chat with random girls, and
0: so once the ball ends. It's a free-for-all. It's
2: a free-for-all,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, oh Well, on that note, Andrew, I appreciate I'm, you sharing that. I'm
0: tearing up right now.
1: Oh,
2: my <laughs> God. <laughs> I've never been so sentimental about fraternity life. <laughs> I'm not sentimental. I don't miss it at all, I'm being
0: honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Nick and I oh, over here was like, I wish I had that. that this guy's like, fuck that life. All of that buildup, and he says- t- I don't miss it at all. Because
2: no. that was fucking terrible. I hate it every minute. <laughs> it, it was a great time while it lasted, but it's not a sustainable lifestyle. And it's, Clearly. I get a, yeah. I get a lot more enjoyment out of it. Too many girls? Now. Yeah, I can't have that. All right, all right, Nick, it's that time of the night. What time
1: of
0: the night is it? This is the last call. Last call! This is the last call for alcohol this God. evening. God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> drink up drink up drink up and order again
1: that's right ladies and gentlemen it is the last call on the last call podcast where every week we do a little something different i have no idea what we're doing this we're, we're just, week
0: we're gonna go back to old faithful
1: random questions
0: yeah we're gonna do random questions Woo! it's a it's always a crowd favorite
1: okay so do you have, you have a list it's of a cra- questions
0: uh, uh, somewhat yeah do can, you, can do I you throw have some a th- do you want to throw some in there I, I mean, how many I, how many do you have by chance
1: I have a zero planned. I'm just gonna wing it
0: okay so let you uh whenever you want to jump in i I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you the you know the'll give you seals the the steel signal because sign. <laughs> uh, it's based off sign
1: steel sign
0: whatever is it, oh is a sign not a signal
1: it's, it's steel sign
0: is it is that true? It's a sign, not a s- signal.
1: Uh, Earlobe is the indicator. Down the <laughs> arm is the uh, the steel belt buckle is bunt. <sighs> That's how we're doing it.
0: The belt buckle is apparently burp as well. So yeah. okay, all Sorry. right, we're we're gonna play random questions. Random for questions. This man. is Andrew. I'm in. It's it's just gonna be dumb. Honestly, this is the point where we're just like, hey, we've had a lot of beers, so let's kind of just see how you feel. Whatever.
2: Well, I'll answer once you finish that beer okay i like it.
0: see this is this is new new this waters we're stepping into
1: all right andrew here we go we're we're gonna no. start i I, I, got I got a
0: question go ahead I'll, right. I'll
2: finish my beer right here me too
1: all right andrew if you had a pickle would it be a dill pickle or would it be a bread and butter pickle
2: not bread and butter too much taste give me that dill mm. Mm. is that
0: like rap lyrics or something like that or did you just come up with that i know i just said that that sounded like <laughs> did very you like po- it it sounded poetic in a way mm. did it not
1: about pickles yes no i'm 100 I'm sure that was a two chains lyric at some point
0: <laughs> uh, dude i don't know man
1: read your question
0: <laughs> i don't fucking know what's the first person first old person name that comes to your head bob Bob. That's, that's my
2: grandfather. That's, he, you, that's his he's grandfather. He's the absolute <laughs> goddamn man. I've I love that man so much, and I have unbelievable respect for the him. The
0: patriarch it's, of the J he last name family. Hmm. He is. Yes. the patriarch.
2: I, yep,
0: the man, the man, the myth, legend. Still around. He's still fucking
2: kicking, and still, still. Oh, he's getting after it. I just spent uh, a few days in Florida with him. He's and retired,
0: and, in, but he's still doing. Fucking awesome.
2: Yeah. Yep. All
0: right. Uh what's favorite uh favorite fast food?
2: Shit. That's <laughs> tough. McDonald's man. for breakfast, Wendy's any other time of the day. Wendy's. Yeah. I like the Do you hit,
0: like their fries?
2: No, their fries are okay, but I mm, like their fries spicy you, chickens and I like the junior baconators. Mm, yeah, their fries mm. back in the day used to be good. Like yes. they they changed them like
1: three or four times. But their yeah. their OG fries were like They were good. I don't know why they changed them.
2: But real fast food, shit. (laughs) I don't know what real fast food is. But Chick Fil A's fire too. Chick Fil A's. Yeah. Yeah. The lines, even with their new like setup to get people in, I still Still the lines are still fucked. COVID COVID would have been gone by
0: now if we did. Just let Chick Fil A take over. I agree. I stick by that. Uh, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A for (laughs) precedent. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. You mentioned uh, fishing earlier, right? Uh, favorite place to fish:
2: Canada, no Canada. doubt. Northern, Canada. Northern, Canada. Ma- northern Manitoba, Canada. What a fucking bougie ass answer. <laughs> like, dude, he's he's <laughs> a big no. thinking about the local dude, pond dude, near fishier. my house. <laughs> no, no, dude, Canada. It's it, it's a lifetime trip. It's a, I can't put it into words. There's something when you get off the plane and step into that atmosphere the goddamn air is different it's absolutely unbelievable and i cannot put it in words it's my favorite place it's my favorite place to vacation ever period and like i would rather go up there and fish than sit on a beach i would rather go up there and fish for 3 days than sit on a beach for 21 so what type of fishing do you you like fly fish or do you just like it's typically rod and reel casting yeah uh we fish for northern you can fly fish for northern as well but you're limited to top water so in canada you have to go if you're if you're fishing top water you have to go depending on the year ice comes off typically early june like first week of june the ice is gone Historically, but first week of June you may still have ice on parts of the lake, but until probably first week of July, at the latest, that's the only period you can fly fish up there. Nice, but I don't fly fish. But we do go early June because you can throw top water and the pike are biting heavy and they're in shallow. So
0: water. many fishing terms that I'm hearing right now that I'm just a lot, like, a I lot have of no, fishing no terms. idea what they mean.
2: I want to mix it up though. All
1: right, so if you were a peacock, what three colors would your plumage be?
2: Black. Mm. Aggressive. White. mm, And brown. Uh.
0: Oh. (laughs) I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Well. Oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Perfect. Good, okay. Uh, interesting. <laughs> really, just like stuck to the grayscale, sc- gray and then you're like brown. All right. Next question. What What do you want your What do you want your <laughs> funeral to look
2: like? Oh shit. Uh. All right. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna steal this from my dad. Oh shit. Uh, no. That <laughs> the ass. other. I'm gonna steal this Bob's from my dad son. because it's the best outlook that i've ever had on dying i want to be cremated and then i want my loved ones to travel around the world and spread my ashes in different parts around the world and every time they throw out a small handful of those ashes in a certain place around the world they think of me <laughs> I'm, no i'm
1: not laughing i'm not I, laughing at I, I, your I answer me, I no I, i'm not i'm not laughing at your answer at all my initial thought was being cremated travel around the world and then throw my ashes in the face of everybody <laughs> you just t- take a yeah. handful of my ashes and just throw it at random people's faces yeah. <laughs> just like fuck you
0: <laughs> fuck you I throw my ashes Wanna in know the what face my dad tasted like motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck you <laughs> I throw my ashes in the face of
2: people that buy Dogecoin.
0: coins
2: <laughs> that, that's it yeah hey did you buy Dogecoin? yeah
0: fuck you <laughs>
2: <laughs> when well, I'm cremated I'm to direct every single one of my kids to throw my ashes in Aaron's face. Oh, God. <laughs> Just the whole jar? Like, no, Was at time, call- like one year intervals. Every time you bring up a new shit coin. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so my cousin one time told me that he wanted to be, uh, <laughs> the way he wanted uh, his funeral to go, he wanted to be shot at a can- out of a cannon into the ocean while back in black was playing
0: <laughs> Hold on. That's so what's, his, what's what's the media that his body is in at this point like has oh. it been cremated in like no he's just a limp down? body oh he's it's a just lim- <laughs> no he's just a limp body just fl-
1: <laughs> flopping through the air into the ocean as back in okay. black is playing. you should I <laughs> put him in
2: a shadow box oh I, what's a shadow box? Like oh. one of those 3D boxes where you can fit, like, objects.
0: Oh, like you, you put on a wall. Like, like you, you put a baseball <laughs> in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a shadow box with, like, pictures and, like, objects. That no, it doesn't. Wow. It could
2: just yeah. be a body. It could just be... No, it could, it could be a nice <laughs> yeah. You could
0: just have a body in a box it's flying your, through the air.
2: It's your shadow it's box. Fine. You can it's put whatever fine. you want. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Uh, what, what's, what's something... Uh, something you wish you never learned.
2: Oh, damn! That's a great that's a, question. that's a deep one, man. Oh, that is that's, that's a deep a one. Question. I've got an answer.
0: Well, this isn't man. your. This isn't your last call, is it?
1: I technically it is. That's my fucking.
0: <laughs> <barcode>. <laughs> it's my barcode. god. It's that my back. Something. Yeah, no. that's deep. Not on this one. One do you
2: want? Do you want to ponder never on that learned. One? Yeah, let's hear it Aaron's Dude. answer. I promise I won't yeah. let it influence <laughs> me. <laughs> I, I've got two.
1: Well, one is cursive because fuck cursive there's I like no, cursive there's no reason to learn cursive man loves number cursive number two is uh, what two girls one cup was <laughs>
2: oh okay. god yep. I've got a worse one to show you, if you no know. that's oh, okay no.
0: I've, I regret my answer you <laughs> yeah I, I've been uh, what's yeah, the opposite of, the opposite of blessed is uh, cursed by whatever is was on his phone and I do not ever want
2: to see it
1: again. He was asking for it. No, I. No, <laughs> I literally, I literally no time did out, time out, time out, time out. It. Okay, hey, I saw a video that somebody at some food company—I forget what food company—but was literally making a unicorn blue waffle.
0: Okay, oh. we can, we can.
2: Okay, I'm just throwing that out by the yeah. side uh, side. I don't want to give a generic yeah. answer on this. I'm trying to fucking you get, get we, real, we, we, but if you want it, to it, think about it,
0: if you want to think about it, we'll skip delve. and we'll come back. Uh, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll,
2: we'll, uh, all right. Toilet, toilet paper over under. Toilet paper over under. Do you go over? Oh, or no. Your sheet well, well I, or I pull under? it down and then I fold it up. Yeah. So but I, mean, I think it's an over. I think it no, under. Like if you were replacing it. If you're replacing, it, which oh way do you oh put it? oh, it's
1: it's it's draping down. Yeah, so it's over. So it's an yeah, over. you over. Good man. I'm not man. a psychopath. Thank so you. some Thank people you. say that if you put Look the toilet you. paper Look over, at the no. Some people say Look if you the some people say Look if you put pad. the toilet paper over. There's there's two things. One is one you don't have a cat, and then two is the toilet paper companies want you to do that because you use more toilet paper that way. Hmm. They can eat my ass because toilet papers. (laughs) (laughs) They're literally that they're cleaning your ass. They are Uh,
2: are
0: doing that. What what, go to drink at a bar?
2: uh, Go to drink at a bar: whiskey straight on a rock, usually, or a gin and tonic.
0: This man's he's cultured. This is a cultured man.
2: I don't know. <laughs>
0: whiskey on the rock. I yeah. mean, I was whiskey
2: just, on the rock, and then sure. gin and tonic, typically. A, a classy gin and tonic. I can't tonic. drink vodka. Uh, all right. One I, more. I, uh, I, 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 got, I, got, I got one. I got all right, one. go for it. If bears could fart rainbows, would it taste like Skittles? Not bears, but pigs. If they farted rainbows, I would eat them all up. But <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why? <laughs> why? The things you look at the worst have the best outcomes.
0: Interesting. I okay. fucking hate you. Stop foolish. being a ph- <laughs> <laughs> stop being a philosopher
2: <laughs> on our podcast. You're making me look like a
0: fucking asshole. All right. Holy shit. All right. Uh, what's your Bitcoin address?
2: Uh I'll create one and send it to you. I've got some addresses that you can't track my fucking coins on. Oh no no no. But what's your social security number? It is five 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 fuck you. Usually
0: Usually my my go to question is what's your social security number? I feel like I had to change it up for you. Right I appreciate it. Alright, so did you uh figure out what uh something
2: that you learned that you wish you never had? I didn't. Not I mean superficial shit. It, my what dad. My dad's was? very blatant about that sex he has with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, that is I, very... I wish you never learned that. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is very fair. I also wish I would never uh, hear any of that. So yeah.
2: okay, well, thank you, Andrew. <laughs> I know where I and all of my siblings were conceived. <laughs> For the last call
1: podcast <laughs>
0: Aaron's just like nope we're done
1: hey, wrap, wrap it, up. it up for the last call podcast I'm Aaron Thompson that's Nick Warner Andrew thanks for being with us love we you guys appreciate you. it big time we hope you have a great fucking Friday to
0: the places you will be from closing time this room will
2: sisters come